You know, I was like to take this opportunity to talk about myself. The man of the hour. And let me tell you something, Daddy. When you're the man, you make history every time you step foot in this ring. And that's the bottom line. Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 89 of the Top Sweet Wrestling Podcast. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hop right on into it. We got a lot of things to talk about. NXT, AEW, Impact Wrestling, NWA Power. We're going to hop right on into it. Ladies and gentlemen, no best thing, funniest thing this week. No number one spot this week. We got a lot to review. So, we're going to hop right on into it. Find me at linktr.ee slash 2 sweetpie. That's where all of my listings are. You can find me there. So, we're going to hop right on into NXT AEW first topic of the week. Just like every single week. We're going to get into this thing. We won't be able to necessarily do segment by segment for each segment. Judging by NXT versus AEW. Because there was a match that had everything overlapping. So we got a different review here today, but we're going to work right on through it. First up, we have the opener, Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page. And on NXT side of things, we had Io Shirai versus Kedzlerae, excuse me. Io had a phenomenal entrance with the artist Poppy, for, for whom I have no idea is. But that's beside the point. The interest was phenomenal, and the matches to start off were great, man. I enjoyed every single bit of it. Sammy Guevara versus Hangman Page. The crowd was lit, man. What is NXT doing to have the this great of crowds every single week? I just got to hand it to him, man. It's just awesome to see. Uh, they had a phenomenal match. Hangman Page picks up the much-needed victory there. Uh, on the other side of things, Io Shirai and Candice LeRae had a banger, man. And uh, Io Shirai would go on to pick up the victory. She tried to lay the beat down on Candice LeRae, but that brought out Rhea Ripley, and she stopped that cold dead. Uh, that was some solid build to what I thought was just going to be Io Shirai uh, versus Rhea Ripley. But we later found out that was not the case all for the better so moving on both uh, both companies fantastic openers i absolutely love them next up we had a kirushita versus shauna on the aw side and that went head up with a finn balor promo kind of a finn balor explain yourself promo and i gotta say that when i see balor coming out i always have this saying that greats with a mic is greater than a great match and that was the case here that especially in the Monday Night Wars and in the Wednesday Night Wars as well Finn Balor had a mic and then he had all of my attention man and what he cut ladies and gentlemen was the best promo of his WWE slash NXT career it was shortened to the points that he was the show now said he, if Johnny Gargano wasn't careful he was going to be Johnny watching wrestling instead of Johnny wrestling and I absolutely loved everything about this promo Ben Balor did an excellent job got me hyped up for Balor versus Gargano it was short and sweet no pun intended great job done by Finn Balor Ashida and Shana they had a really good match but here's my thing on the AEW women's side. It's tough to get invested into the characters because the women don't get a lot of time as it pertains to promos and character development. Uh, the most character development I've seen is with Brandi Rhodes and what's going on with her. Uh, so i like to see the women get some more character development time, some more promo time so we can get invested into these ladies. Sheeta picks up the victory. They had an excellent match that I really I enjoy. 
our next up we had on the AEW side of things, we had that Brandy Rhodes uh, Kong video package. So I was very interested in that. There's a lot of mystery behind it. I uh, will see how it all plays out going forward. It seems kind of strange, but I'll give it a chance to see how it all plays out. I, also with that, we had a lot of things rolling over. Like I said, a lot of road segments that rolled over. So the Rock and Roll Express was next up for AEW. They were there to talk about the championship matchups, and they got blitzed by Ortiz and Santana. An awesome way to get some heat, attack some legends, and they took it to the Rock and Roll Express. That was a segment well done. I enjoyed every bit of it. I kind of really reminded me of when the New Age Outlaws took out. I uh, was Mick Foley and Terry Funk threw them off of the trash can off of uh, the stage. Like it really gave me that vibe of new young tag team taking out the old timers. So I really enjoyed that segment. Uh, on the NXT side of things, we had Shane Thorne versus Bronson Reed. I gotta say that I wasn't really all that interested in this match going into it, but. The more the match went on, the more I saw it as a good match, and it really picked up. So I gotta give it, give them credit. I really enjoyed that match. It was well done, and yeah, to say for a match that I wasn't really excited about, I gotta give it to him. Bronson Reed picks up the victory there. So moving on, uh, we had a segment that I did not really like for AEW. Uh, Tony Schiavone and Cody Rhodes, they're driving in the limousine and they're heading to the arena to talk about some old times. But here's the thing, I don't have, a, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. But what I did have a problem with was the segment took so long. Like, they spent forever talking about the old days. And like, I'm like, man, this is a two hour show. Like, you're spending way too much time on that. So I didn't like that from that aspect. Uh, moving on, they had a segment right after, excuse me, a match right after that. John Silver, uh, Alex Reynolds, and QT Marshall versus the best friends. And I got to say, I did not like this. There were some people that liked it. Uh, for my taste, I didn't really enjoy it. Like, yeah, the Ricky and Morty uh, uh, segment here. And uh, no, I, it just didn't connect with me. And it was a three-minute match. It didn't go very long at all. Obviously, Best Friends picked up the victory, and I did not like it. That went head up with Asuka and, and Kari Sane versus Dakota Kai and uh, Tegan Knox, and they had a banger of a match, man. Uh, to say that, you know what? I already knew the result. You know, obviously, Oscar and Kyrie saying wasn't going to lose there. So, that kind of put a damper on things originally. But as you got into the match, uh, you can see how great of a match it was. And I got to say that I really enjoy the fact that we had some old school limb targeting uh, as they were going up to Tegan Knox and her injury. And I got to say, I enjoyed that. That that is good wrestling. Like where did that what did limb targeting like when did that go get pushed aside in this era? I don't know, man. It's it's just good wrestling. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the match, man. It was an excellent match. Felt like it went on for forever. But it was a good thing because the crowd was very invested into it. I, it never really reached the standpoint where you're thinking, okay, let's end this match. No, it was a fantastic match that I really enjoyed. Obviously, Asuka and Kyrie Sane picks up the victory, but the best thing was the post-match. Look, man, we're standing here, and 
Here comes Shayna Baszler and her and the rest of the horsewomen, the three horsewomen, however you want to put that. You know, they come down and they're about to get into it. Knox uh, gets into it with them, and this just sets off a chain of events. Rhea Ripley comes down, Ilsha Rai comes down, that brings up Bianca Belair. Ah, and Kenneth Ray comes out as well. We just have ourselves a Downey Brook. I, I tweeted out craps breaking loose here and all the ladies are fighting and that brings out William Regal and at that point I'm like oh man are we about to get war games and sure enough William Regal says he has a very simple solution war games and oh my goodness ladies and gentlemen we're gonna have the very first all women's war games uh, match at the next takeover and I cannot wait it is gonna be awesome the one thing I do not like is that look no lady has any reason to be paired up or should want to be paired up with Shayna Baszler Shayna Baszler has made all of these women's lives kayfabe hell and like why would they pair up with her that's the only knock I have against it but we'll see how it all uh, plays out going forward the team captains will be Shayna Baszler and Rhea Ripley as they stated later in the show so this our uh, segment really rolled over that's why I couldn't really do segment by segment because that Oscar and Kyrie Sane match that really rolled over into a couple of segments with AEW but moving on we had after the six-man tag with the Rick and Morty side on AEW we had the Cody Rhodes and Jericho contract signing and I gotta say that look I greats with mics it gets my attention when, when it comes on the Monday Night Wars on Wednesday Night Wars and it's got my attention Jericho is ratings man when that music hits it's like yeah it's time to watch that guy he is the biggest ratings drop you know I can't really prove it uh, from a number standpoint but look he is the biggest draw uh, on AEW or NXT he's the biggest draw out there I'm sorry it just is what it is uh, he grabs the mic and what I liked here was it was not the traditional um, contract signing where both guys the table flips over even though Jericho teased it that was really funny the table flips over both guys are brawling and they're fighting and then somebody gets put through the table magically and like no it wasn't like that it was civil and they went at each other Chris Jericho went at Cody and at the end of the day they just stood over each other but that wasn't it Chris Jericho cuts to the Titan Tron, and there we see Jake Hager beating down Dustin Rhodes, giving him, giving him the beatdown of a lifetime, slamming him into the limo, left a dent into the limo, and I'm like, oh my goodness, this this works. It wasn't as exciting as the, the, the fight that we had last week in AEW, but it was well done nonetheless. Um, so I really enjoyed that segment. That segment gets an A-plus out of me. Uh, moving on on the this this went head up excuse me went oscar and kyra saying and that post match uh so moving on for aew we had kip sabian jack evans and and helico versus the elite and i gotta say that before the match kenny omega they had the video to run with kenny omega and i eventually pieced together what was going on as they uh reference back to his uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling days but here's the deal man not everybody knows what's going on in that video here's the deal, what I didn't like you got people watching AEW for the first time so 
They didn't explain anything that that video meant. They just kind of went back into the match. And like, I'm like, bro, they got people that don't know that uh, Omega was in New Japan Pro Wrestling. They got people that barely even know Ken Omega watching this for, for, for the first time. So it, if you're watching it for the first time, it came across as extremely weird and confusing. So like, I didn't like that. Like, I, there's a lot of inside things that AEW does that if you don't watch being the elite, if you don't know these guys' history, uh, you'd be extremely lost. And like, I know there were people that were watching that for the first time. I was like, what is going on here? So I didn't like that. Uh, the match itself was phenomenal, man. I enjoyed every bit of it. Obviously, the elite had to get the dub there. So they got the win, and it was high flying. Uh, Jack Evans is just amazing, man. I love everything about the guy ever since his days back in lucha underground so ooh, that was a phenomenal matchup uh post-match the elite gets to win post-match we had a beatdown from ortiz and santana on the young bucks that builds to their match uh going forward at full gear so we'll see how that turns out going forward uh, this went head up with tyler break and Cameron Great Tyler Bray and Cameron Grimes, excuse me, on the NXT side of things, they had a phenomenal match. NXT was just on fire uh, last night, man. They uh, they just had a phenomenal Wednesday night, excuse me. They just had a phenomenal match. And look, man, I enjoyed every bit of it. Cameron Grimes got the win, and this was a banger. Like like it never started off slow, and it never reached the points where you're like. Okay, this match is just going along. I'm not very interested in it. No, they did a phenomenal job. And I got props to those guys. It was a phenomenal match. Cameron Grimes picks up uh, the victory. Killian Dane was on the outside. And he laid a beat down to both of those guys. We'll see how that goes going forward. I'm very interested to see what few goes on uh, there. So... Uh, moving on, we had John Moxley, ladies and gentlemen. So the librarians came down, and I'm like, oh man, I hate this librarian gimmick. We gotta go through this again. But it was quickly interrupted, thank God, by John Moxley. And the first thing I said when I seen him storming through the crowd, I was like, okay, give this man a mic. And that man cut a fire, fire promo. Uh, hyping up his match with Kenny Omega at full gear. I liked it at the very beginning of the show where he got into it with Tony Khan. And that was a well done segment. And he said this promo like, okay, the guys AEW want to fit me into a box. I've been through that before. A slight dig at his WWE days. And like, I enjoyed every bit of the promo. Now the match with Kenny Omega is going to be an unsanctioned match. They said something about lights out. And like, uh, like, I hope they don't literally mean that. Like, it's going to be a lights out match. And like, no, let's not do that. The unsanctioned part of the match, I am all for because this feud has gotten very personal. And, okay, I want to see weapons. Let's do it. Bring out the weapons. Make it unsanctioned. I'm all for it. So, Boxy cut a great A-plus promo. The promo of the night for me. Just beating out Finn Balor's promo. I love every bit of it. So, moving on, we have the main events. It was SCU and Lucha Brothers 
uh, SCU versus the Lucha Brothers, excuse me, on the AEW side. And on the NXT side, we had the Undisputed Era versus Keith Lee and Riddle. So, on the AEW side, I liked how they came out of commercial break. There were no entrances. They just came out right in the ring. Uh, much like they did last week at the start of the show, they did it at the main event this time. And... SCU and the Lucha Brothers are in the ring, and we're just ready to go, man. And the match was high octane right from the beginning. What else would you expect from these tag teams? And like spots galore in this match, and the crowd was heavily invested. And like I said, the crowd crowds for AEW every single week, man. It's just hot, man. And like I really enjoyed this swim. Uh, toward the end of the match, however, it was pretty strange because, you know, it seemed like it was a quick finish. Like, we got the roll-up for SCU to get the victory, and it seemed like it happened rather fast, in my opinion. But, at the end of the day, SCU avenges the Lucha Brothers for taking out Daniels. It makes sense, and I don't have a problem with it. Uh, with SCU win, I would have maybe would have rather the Lucha Bros, but I don't have a problem with SCU winning at all. It was a fantastic main event. Moving on to the NXT side of things, Undisputed Era versus Keith Lee. That was a phenomenal matchup as well. Uh, like I said, spots galore in that match as well. I enjoyed it. The Undisputed Era picks up the win. I did not like the fact that, you know, we keep having the, the rest of the Undisputed get involved in all of the Undisputed Era's matchups. I don't really like that, but it is what it is. Undisputed Era picks up the win. That brings out Ciampa. He comes out and he lays the beat down to the Undisputed and said, Goldie is going to have to wait because that is going to war. And we're gonna have two war games matchups. I don't know whether to like that or not to like that because sometimes less is more. Sometimes having just one war games matchup, you can really sink your teeth and get excited about the one war games matchup. Having two, now you can still get excited about it, but ah, I don't know. Maybe it feels like too much. It, it does feel like too much for me. I'll give it a chance to see how it all plays out going forward. But nonetheless, I'm very excited about the NXT TakeOver. Uh, NXT TakeOver War Game. So we'll see how it all plays out going forward. So at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, this was the first week in my estimation that NXT was the better show overall. It's normally a switch up uh, the last however many weeks. Uh, AEW has been the better overall show, but NXT has had the better main event. This week, NXT is the better overall show, but AEW had the better main event. So I thought that NXT did a phenomenal job here. Uh, both shows were very enjoyable, but I thought this was maybe the weakest of AEW's shows since their debut, although it was still an enjoyable show. So moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move on to Impact Wrestling. And we're going to start right at the top. They their debut on Access TV. And it was Marafuji versus Josh Alexander. And I got to say, first of all, that intro that they have, they have the best intro in my estimation. It's between them and NWA uh, into the fire, baby. It's between those two as to who has the best intro uh, in wrestling. So moving on, Marafuji and Josh Alexander, I think the beginning of the match it moved too slow for me at the beginning but it really picked up very well as we moved on throughout the matchup 
Mary Fuji gets the win over Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander got the chance to shine in there with Mary Fuji, so that's a plus for him. And Mary Fuji picks up the dub uh, as well. So I thought it was a good start for Impact. And yeah, man, I very much, very, very, very much enjoyed it. Moving on, we had the Rascals in the Treehouse, and like I really enjoyed it. We had Fala Bai in there as well, and then the smoke went up with Fala Bai. <laughs> and actually, Fala Bai started talking. Like, yeah, we had pep talks, and then Fala Bai was fired up, and like I enjoyed the segment overall. I always enjoy these Rascals segments. So after that, we had the women on display, Rosemary, uh, Ro Jordan Grace, and Alexa Nicole versus Taya, Akira Hogan, and Madison Rain. Like, I didn't like the fact that Rosemary was the only one to get an entrance. I really think that at the least, the champion uh, should get an entrance as well. That's just me. But that's just a small negative in my estimation. The match was really good. It really seemed like all the ladies got their time to shine in this match up. Kira uh, Hogan really took a nasty bump. And I don't know if she legit had a shoulder injury or not. But it certainly looked like it would look, excuse me, like it, like it uh, with the way that she fell. At the end of the day, uh, the faces go on to pick up the victory. Rosemary, Alexa, Nicole, and Jordan Grace picks up the victory. And what was a very interesting match and a very fun matchup as well. So mo moving on, we had RBD. And he commented on how everybody was still in this move. So there wouldn't be a Daniel Bryan or a Young Bucks without him. I didn't really love this promo because, like, eh, you don't have to bring up other guys like Kenny Omega. Uh, but he eventually worked it around to Rhino. And we'll see how that build will go going forward. So it'll be Rhino versus RBD. I'm not all that interested in the matchup, but I'll give it a chance. Moving on, we have Willie Mack and Rich Swan versus the Devsy Hit Squad. Uh, this was a fun matchup as well. Didn't really go uh, very long, but uh, they got in a lot of action nonetheless. The Desi Hit Squad, I really feel like all of this time, I've said it for a long time now, I feel like Gama Singh has been holding them back from what they truly could be, but they are fantastic wrestlers in the ring. They are good wrestlers in the ring, and Willie Mack and Rich Swan could really go as well. Really, Mack and Rich Swan picks up the victory over the Desi Hit Squad. And we'll see, will this propel Willie Mac Rich Swan to get in the tag team title race? We'll see how it goes going forward. So, moving on, we had Moose getting his Mr. Perfect gimmick on at a golf course. Like, I thought this was very funny. Tried to hit a hole in one. It took out a few guys. Took out an old guy. Tossed the guy in a sand trap. And, like, okay, this is going to be what it is for Moose then. All right, let's let's see if it's gonna turn into this type of gimmick. Okay, I'm with it. I'm ready to see how it turns out going forward. Moving on, Ken Shamrock was in the ring, and I'm thinking he's gonna address Moose, but out comes Joey Ryan, and I'm like, okay, what is going on here? And <laughs> we had a very interesting back and forth with Joey Ryan and Shamrock, and Shamrock didn't. You know, Shamrock said he was a real fighter and Joey Ryan was a gimmick. And Joey Ryan said, How about this? How about you versus me? 
Ah, the fool said the, the most dangerous man versus the world's most dangerous manhood. Like, that was just the funniest thing ever. So we're going to get Joey Ryan versus Ken Shamrock next week on Impact. That should be very, very interesting to say the least. Next up, Ace Austin versus Eddie Edwards. And I got to say that it was a non-title street fight. And I got to say, this was an interesting match. They had the crowd really involved in this one. So I like the, the matchup itself. I like the spot where we had Ace Austin going for a dive and Eddie Edwards just folded him up inside the trash can. That crowd really popped for that spot. And we had a lot of good spots here. We had Ace Austin uh, destroying Kenny. Uh, how about that? But at the end of the day, uh, Ace Austin would go on to pick up the victory. I didn't like Reno Scum getting involved. That's just me. I wanted to see, see it go one-on-one. -on -one. But maybe this furthers out the field. And hopefully we get another match up between the two. Ace Austin picks up the victory here. We had a flashback, and it was up Su Young at the time. Su Young was killed and came back to life. Uh, I don't necessarily like the flashbacks, but it led to Su Young coming back as Susie, like a regular looking person, and it was very strange. Creeped off the dinners, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, going forward next up we had Johnny Swinger and he was hitting on Alicia and we had Ace Austin kind of get him out of the way uh, he invited her to dinner and this feud moves on she agreed and we'll see how it all turns out next week next up was the main event uh, we had Brian Cage versus Sammy Callahan. I said on this very podcast last week that it was now or never for Impact to put the world title on Sammy Callahan. What we got was an excellent matchup. Sammy Callahan tried to take it to Brian Cage uh, before the matchup even started. That backfired on him. And I got to say that I don't read spoilers, so I legit never knew uh, what the result was. The whole matchup, I was like, okay, they're, they're not going to put it on Sammy Callahan. Obviously, they're going to go with Brian Cage. And man, was I surprised when they had Brian Cage pick up the victory. Job well done, Impact. He is new champion in what was an awesome matchup. And that led to Tessa Blanchard coming out. And man, yes, Tessa Blanchard going after the world title. How about that? Like, I am all for that. You know, it could be argued that, you know what, if she was to win the title, it wouldn't be very believable, her matchups. But I'm all for if she is the number one person in that company and the number one person should get the title. I am all for that. So, like, I'm interested. What you got, Impact? I really want to see how it turns out going forward. So, moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move on to a little bit of NWA power ladies and gentlemen like I'm very much enjoying this show it's very old school feel and I like many things about it and I gotta say that to start the show I really like the promo that James Storm cut and that really brought out multiple multiple people excuse me but our cabana bought out all this and we set up a match uh, for the main event with Aldis's team and James Storm's team uh, James Storm won, won, he got a shot at the championship, but 
if Nick Aldis won, Coke Cabana got a shot at the national championship. So I thought that this was a good show overall. I didn't enjoy the fact that the Dawsons and Homicide and Eddie Kingston, they didn't get a whole lot of time for their matchup in the no DQ matchup. So it really felt like a short matchup. I didn't like the interference as well. But uh, the Dawsons would go on to pick up the victory. Uh, so we had a lot of matchups here that didn't get a lot of time. Uh, I very much uh, enjoyed the fact that they are building up the women's division, however. So I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the, re the debut of Thunder Rosa. So I I'm very much into Thunder Rosa. Uh, setting up a storyline with her and Marty Bell. So I really like that. The Ashley Box and Marty Bell match, that didn't go very long at all. But I enjoyed Allison K coming out beforehand and telling them they had to prove themselves to get a title shot. So I am all for that. They are really hyping up the women's division. The main event that they had a lot of, they had five matches here. And it was very tough because you tried to fit five matches into an hour. So nothing really got a lot of time. The main event didn't, get re didn't really get a lot of time either. So I didn't like that. Nick Aldis, Cabana, and Ken Anderson picked up the victory. So we will have Cabana versus James Storm uh, at some point for the national title. Overall, I enjoyed the show because NWA is such an easy watch. It's an hour long and very accessible on YouTube. You should very much check it out if you haven't already. So ladies and gentlemen, that is NXT, that is AEW, that is Impact, and that is NWA Power review so ladies and gentlemen you can hit me up on twitter at two sweet pot or at omg Corey b if you want to talk wrestling uh more if you want to talk about anything nwa impact aew nxt whatever the case may be just hit me up on twitter at two sweet pot